that, baby! But here, I've met a lot of people and I've played some too. And there's one thing I know, people like to talk. <laughs> it's the Spudcast. That's where you at. Hey, way I baby. How y'all making this evening? Thanks for joining me here on the Spudcast podcast while I'm talking out my ass with Captain Jason Rivard, PIO of the JPSO. Notice how I rattle off those uh, initials. That's because I'm cool. Anyway, we're talking about a couple of things. Number one, that girl who got scammed, the phone scam at the Tutti Fruity, and what you should do, and, 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 and just how to how to recognize this stuff to begin with. And the second thing is uh, talking about people being uh, what 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 you should do if you're in an uncomfortable situation uh, and how you can protect yourself in case somebody is going to try to carjack you or things like that. Anyway, Spudcast Podcast, talking about my ask Jason Rivard right after this. Uh-oh, that doesn't sound too good. You better start filling sandbags. Oh, wait, you don't have to do that anymore because you have the home team advantage. You called Home Team Elevation at 504-301-1222, and you got your home lifted above the flood. No more worries for you. What about your mama's house or your uncles or your brothers? Home Team is ready to lift their spirits even higher than your home. Get the Home Team advantage by calling 504-301-1222 or go to hometeamelevation.com. Getting older and feeling your age, low energy, no motivation, putting on the pounds. Maybe age isn't the culprit. Maybe the sad truth is you have low testosterone. Well, don't sit around and mope. Go to the Mope Clinic at the Men's Optimal Performance Enhancement Clinic. Chris Rue will do more than just fling a blue pill at you. With proper testing, diagnosis, and testosterone replacement therapy, you'll be on your way to becoming your old self again. Or better yet, your new self again. Go to mopeclinic.com, M-O-P-E clinic.com, or call 504-322-3888 to start your journey to a better, stronger, healthier you. Bud here, do your breakers keep breaking? Do you see a spark when you plug in your hair dryer? If you do, I want you to remember one thing. 9473392. That's Eugene Lawrence's number at E1 Electric. Let's face it, you don't know nothing about electricity, but Eugene does. A licensed and insured electrical contractor, over 25 years experience, him and his crew can do anything for you, from hanging a ceiling fan to rewiring an apartment complex. So before you hear this, you better hear this. Thanks for calling E1 Electric. How can we help you? E1 Electric, 504-947-3392. Okay, we're talking to Captain Jason Rivard, except where I come from, it would be Rivard. But you know, what can I say? That's just the the uh, the strange way of saying it. So, how do you how do you pronounce it, Rivard? Yeah, Rivard. Uh, you know, look, but it's one of those things where it's uh, <laughs> different people do say things different ways, so it's usually not worth the uh, the correction if somebody says it differently than I do. Well, I used to interview. Uh, uh, Alfred uh, Richard, uh, he does the movies on Channel Four in the in Friday mornings, and I and every Friday afternoon when I was on WWL for I don't know a couple of years, I used to have him come on and we talk about the movies coming up that weekend, and I would tease him because he pronounces his name Richard, but it's like, dude, you're in South Louisiana, it's Richard. Uh, excuse me, but uh, it's my name, and I'll say whatever I want. But uh, anyway, so I just called him Alfred Richard, the movie man, and still teased him about it. And to this day, I've had him on my podcast two or three times. I still rag him on it. But then again, my name is Spud, so I guess uh, I should just shut up. Uh, Captain uh, Rivard here, folks, for those of you who don't know and don't listen to the news, he's uh, the PIO, uh, one of them, for the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office. And uh, I saw him the other day on this news story 
about this girl in uh, in River Ridge. Why don't you uh, why don't you relate this story to the folks out there, uh, Jason? Sure, Spud. Uh, so essentially, what happened is a uh, a scam uh, call was made to a local business, uh, and a teenage girl who was working the business was uh, told to uh, count the money in the register uh, and deliver it to. Uh, a local convenience store, drugstore, something along those lines. Uh, the bad part about the scam is where it got scary for her is is that the person who called the business with the scam was claiming to be a police officer and was claiming to arrest her or have her in some kind of trouble if she did not comply with those demands. Um, she eventually decides that she needs to contact the owner of the business. Uh, she does. That owner of the business contacts us. We get a deputy over there. And believe it or not, the scammer actually called and tried to pressure the girl into delivering the money while the deputy is there in the business while this is going on. Uh, so fortunately, uh, she was able to stop doing stop doing what she was doing, realize that it was likely a scam that was going on, and stop it in the tracks right there before anybody lost any money. For me personally, but then again, this is, this is dangerous, but I would have said, yeah, go ahead, start bringing the money, I'm going to tail you. And see where it shows up, but you can't involve a, a, a civilian, especially a teenage girl, and like maybe the owner or something. Because I mean, what's the chance of you catching this dude? You know, of, of doing it. Oh, I mean, what he is? Does this sound like something you've heard before, or is is this a, a regular type of scam? I didn't call the BBB and ask them, but right. Well, it's it's just a new variant on a on the same kind of scam that goes around a lot. We, we don't believe that there was somebody here in town that was going to tail her or meet her to pick up the money from her. What typically happens is the, the scammer will direct them to a convenience store or a drugstore and have them purchase Apple gift cards or Amazon gift cards or you know Google Play money or, or whatever it is that that day that they want them to purchase and then transfer the numbers to them. You know, like, okay, now open the cards, give me the numbers, and then they'll go and they'll remove those funds off those cards very quickly. Because it's it's nearly impossible for us to track uh, gift cards of that nature once yeah. they're purchased. So the the scammers typically use gift cards as a method of getting the money out off of people. So so the while possible, extremely unlikely that there was some guy. Over, well, the simple fact that he answered, "All right, is there a convenience store around you?" I'm going, "You're calling me. You don't know if there's some store around here." You know, I mean, yeah. that, that's the first thing that caught me. But then I'm in my sixties and I've heard a lot of crap. So <laughs> you get it, yeah. <laughs> You get a I'm teenage you. girl, you know, they don't, you don't know what they know and what they don't know. Right. So in, in these cases, a lot of times with these, with the calls that go to businesses that demand this kind of thing, they're targeting businesses that are likely to employ, you know, younger teenage kids. Uh, I, I don't remember which exactly store uh, this was, uh, but it was a store that. The Tutti Frutti on Jefferson so, Highway. Yeah. Right. So a, a frozen yogurt shop, you know, I mean, it, it's uh, the, the chances of getting a, an 18 year old at a Froyo shopper much better than getting an 18 year old at a, a law firm or a bank. So they're going to target a particular type of business intentionally hoping to get somebody who's young and inexperienced yeah. and likely to follow their demands. Well, I mean, and, and, and chances are if somebody with my type of voice or your type of voice would have answered the phone, well, they would have just, Oh, I'm sorry, wrong number and hung up. And that would have been it. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Because it's, it's, they're, they're using numbers that are generated, their voice over IP, uh, they're pulled off the internet or their Google voice numbers or, something along those lines. So it, it's the, the, the work for us is tracking them down through the number. It's possible. It can be difficult sometimes, but that's typically the first place I guys start when they investigate. 
So it, it, it's these scammers are learning just as we're learning ways to avoid us as we we learn ways to catch them. And they got all the time in the world, and you got rules to follow, and they don't necessarily ha- look. They don't have rules to follow. They're crooks. So what the hell? Well, that's what we're used to, though. We always have rules to follow, and uh, that's the parameters within which we work every day. Now, this girl, uh, and, and she called the owner, and the owner called you guys, and you said something in the news story that I want you to repeat here on my podcast. It's like, you guys don't work that way. You know, people get calls all the time. Well, if you don't, you need to pay this thing right now over the phone, or we're going to send the cops to get you. I'm going, you barely speak English, you know? I mean, I know the cops in my neighborhood. So, 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 what do you what do you tell folks about the actual way you guys operate, uh, which ain't over the phone? Absolutely, Spud. At, at no point is a police officer going to call you on the phone ever and tell you to gather up anything and meet them at some point anywhere on the planet. If we're trying to collect evidence, if we're trying to see something. Uh, we're, we're typically not going to have, you know, we're not going to call a, a bank and say, hey, we heard you guys may have been robbed. Could you go ahead and count up all the money in the vault and go ahead and bring it to us? We're going to hang on to it, you know, for safekeeping. Yeah. Uh, so but because of that, be, because younger folks are less likely to understand the ways in which the world works or less likely to have experience dealing with a law enforcement agency or any other government agency, uh, they're going to be targeted. Uh, and the same goes with the elderly. Uh, the elderly are are most likely to fall victim to these scams, I think, because they just don't understand the way some of the technology works. So if you spoof a number and you call from a number that looks like it's a sheriff's office number and you give them a convincing spiel, you know, someone who's elderly and and is, you know, starting to get to where the world and technology are starting to pass them and and their understanding of the world by, uh, you know, it's they fall for them too. Uh, They do get very complicated and they get very in-depth with some of these schemes i, I tell you but probably two years ago we actually had one where uh, the guys were calling and using my name like calling and saying this is captain jason rivard from the jefferson parish sheriff's office and you have a warrant and unless you go get fifteen hundred dollars of apple gift cards and pay me off you're gonna go to jail um <laughs> so i would know, say and, yeah come get me i got coffee on come on jason come <laughs> exactly so for but those people who are, you know, experienced in the world and, and, and understand how we operate, these kind of calls are funny. They're they're not a threat. Yeah. For somebody who's, you know, 16, 18 years old or somebody who's 80, 85 years old, uh, those calls can be very scary and can make them likely to fall into that trap and be out some money. Yeah. You know what? I got some emails. Um, actually, I've gotten like eight and uh, they all said, "Well, you we're we're updating your because uh, I got that uh, that uh, uh, what do you call that where where uh, LifeLock? That's what I got." And they all they sent me emails saying, "All right, your your LifeLock's being updated, and we are going to uh, go ahead and charge your account within the next twenty four to forty eight hours." And I called the number. And went, "Who who are you? You know, I don't I don't remember doing this through you. I go directly to them." Then uh, the guy hung up. So I called Chase and I told him, I says, I don't know if this is going to happen. She goes, no, it's a scam. She goes, look, do this. Uh, forward that email to phishing with the PH, phishing at chase.com, and we'll take care of it. And that's what I do now. I mean, I've gotten like eight. Yeah, eight. I got my eighth one yesterday. For, and it's all different names and it's all different amounts of money for the same thing. You know? So it's like, 
I don't know. Maybe these, maybe all these people just didn't get enough ass weapons or maybe they didn't get enough hugs. I don't know. I don't think that way. You know, I don't think about trying to say, I like to earn my money, but not buy through some scam. You know what I mean? So. What you- well, I'm, I'm with you. Look, you know what I do for a living. So I, you know where I fall on that side of the equation. Right, let me and, ask uh, you this. Then you said uh, you tracked the numbers down. I'm running out of time in this segment, but I mean, What's the chances of catching these dudes, and what exactly is the charge against them and the possible punishment? Uh, so it, it is difficult. Uh, we are capable of doing it, and we do it to the best of our, our abilities whenever these things get reported to us. Uh, in the event they're caught, uh, you're looking at theft charges, you're looking at uh, computer fraud or bank fraud charges, depending on what type of uh, system they use to try to, to, to run the scam. Uh, you know, theft charges... In a, in a felony amount could be several years in prison, uh, computer fraud, bank fraud, or also another, you know, five or 10 years in prison. So when you start stacking them, you know, somebody who hits one person for a scam could be looking at, you know, 10 to 15 years in prison. Somebody who gets 15 to 20 people, look, we can just keep stacking these numbers uh, over and over again, mm-hmm. uh, which can happen, you know, and of course that's always on the, on the judge and, and the jury who are deciding people's guilt or innocence and, and their eventual sentences. But, you know, somebody who is caught doing some of these is looking at several years in jail. Yeah, I'm, I'm one of these people that think jail should be reserved for violent felons, but except for these guys. These guys, they either need to go to jail or, like, y'all can take them back behind the courthouse and work them over with some uh, fiberglass, you know, rods. Or <laughs> I know you can't do that, but I know you've all thought about it. So, boy, just a good ass whipping, and uh, we probably solved this problem. When we come back... Uh, Jason, I want to talk about the sort of article I read about women uh, being primary targets for carjacking, although you hear a lot. I mean, I remember uh, when Richard Angelico was carjacked right in his own driveway. But women are, are the bigger targets for carjacking and robberies. And what can women do to uh, reduce their chances? Jason Rivard is my guest. Spudcast here talking out my ask. And we'll be back right after this. Are you ready to launch? The American Space Alliance wants to accelerate and support space exploration for the benefit of all Americans, and not just for national pride. You know how many products are created by and for NASA that we use every day? Scratch-resistant lenses, dustbusters, LASIK eye surgery, solar cells, firefighting equipment, LEDs, insulin pumps, the list just keeps on growing, and it needs to keep on growing, because the next generation of space exploration has arrived and the American Space Alliance and NASA want you to be involved. You can follow ASA on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Go to exploreasa.org to find out more. It's summertime, summertime, some, some, summertime, and that means hurricanes and heat. So how are you going to handle it this year? How about with a brand new whole house generator and an upgraded AC system from Serentine Refrigeration? My power went out during Hurricane Zeta for 10 whole seconds. Then my Serentine service generator kicked in. We were even able to run extension cords to the neighbor. And Serentine will keep your AC running smooth and cool even in the dead of August. Call Serentine today, 504-833-8831. Tell them Spud sent you. Well, it finally looks like we're going to be spared the COVID lockdown this summer. Of course, there's other medical needs besides a big cootie, sprains, breaks, stitches, pink eye, bug bites, sunburn. Some of these can be diagnosed and treated over the phone with telemed. But whatever your malady, Rapid Urgent Care is open 365, even on holidays, ready to treat you quickly and professionally. Whether you're on the North Shore or the South Shore, summertime bobos don't stand a chance at Rapid Urgent Care. Just go to rapidurgentcare.com for the address and number of the clinic nearest you. And we're back talking to Captain Jason Rovard, who is the public information officer, one of them. How many of y'all got over there, Jason? Y'all got a lot of public to talk to. 
Uh, we do have a lot of public. Uh, we have uh, two of us in the office, me and Mr. Glenn Boyd. Not ah, Glenn. My, I, I ain't talked to him in forever. Uh, anyway, well, tell him I said, hey, next time you see him. Well, uh, uh, okay, so I read this other article, and I know it's a deal. They always talk about it at Christmas uh, with, uh, you know, be careful with the packages and don't, you know, uh, make sure they're covered up or put them in your trunk. Or have somebody walk out there with you or something like that. And that's Christmas, you know, when there's a lot of buying some from Thanksgiving onward. Uh, but but lately, the, the number of carjackings, not so much in Jefferson Parish, but, you know, it's spilling over here. Uh, carjackings and, uh, and robberies. And it's just, I don't know, is it is it because of social media I'm hearing more about it or are the numbers actually going up? Let's start with there. Am I hearing more about it because of social media or are the numbers actually going up? So for us in the parish, uh, we haven't seen a big bump in carjackings or robberies. I, I think we were actually down last year, uh, overall year to year, uh, in robberies from 2019 to 2020. I think that trend is holding steady uh, 2020 to 2021, where we're going to be slightly down over uh, year to year. Uh, the, the good thing about that down over year to year is in the you know 2010s, uh, we saw a decrease in crime across the board year to year, every year, to where in 2019, 2020, we've had the lowest reported crime stats since we were started reporting crime stats in the mid-70s. Uh, that's holding true this year. You have bumps here and there in individual uh, categories of crime, but uh, robberies are not one of them. That's uh, my knowledge. I, I'm pretty sure we were down year to year last mm-hmm. year with robberies. Uh, I know there is a you're seeing a spike uh, in coverage in in some places uh, around the area around the state uh, are having some issues where you you know you're getting a, a, a small spike or you're getting some more attention to it. Uh, and, you know, it, there is the possibility that that could spill over into JP. Uh, but we have a very strong robbery section. These guys are very good at what they do. Uh, so we're confident that in the event some of those perpetrators do come into the parish, uh, they won't be here long because we'll put them in jail. There you go. Yeah, I know Frank rented it, so, you know. Yeah, so Frank and I worked together when I worked in the robbery section a few years ago. And, you know, he's a, he's a very experienced investigator and a very nice guy. Yeah, sharp, very sharp. But women are still the targets because they're the weaker sex. So whether you send me an email about it or not, the bottom line is your average man can take out your average woman, and that's just all there is to it. I know a whole bunch of women can beat my ass, and the first one is named Maureen McConnell. But that being said, uh, what I mean, it's one of the first things, like I got two daughters, and I tell them, look, situational awareness. You know, there are people who get snuck up on all the time, but if somebody's following you, Go to the go to the police. If somebody's following you with with uh, lights on, and they get out of, and you pull over and they get out of the car and they are not wearing a uniform, take off. Go to the nearest police station or go to go to a convenience store that's got a lot of cars and is well lit and things like that. Because they got they got if you got some guy who's gonna call you up on the phone and talk you into buying these gift cards, there's no telling what they're gonna do if they get their hands on you. Yeah, well, so we, we do see occasionally, I, you know, every once in a while, we'll have somebody who tries to hold impersonating a police officer thing and throws a bunch of lights in a car and tries making traffic stops to, to try to, you know, rob someone or, or, or take a car. Uh, it, it does happen occasionally. I, what we tell people all the time, if you, get, if you get somebody behind you, they turn lights on and you're not comfortable, you're in a dark area, you're not sure if it's the police or anything like that, there's a really easy way to confirm whether or not it's the police call 911 
Call 911, explain to the dispatcher where you are, what's behind you, what's going on, and that dispatcher can tell you whether or not there's a policeman behind you. It, you know, it, yeah. the, police, the policemen are calling the dispatch That's center. That's true. They call in. They call in, I'm so-and-so, and I'm such a place, and here's my code or whatever, and I'm following this car, and I want wants and warrants and DMV because I saw Adam 12. Absolutely. You know, so that's happening. And, you know, as that's going on, look, turn your flashes on, get to a well-lit area if you're more comfortable in a well-lit area. You know, get to the, the gas station you see down the street or get to the parking lot where you see people in the parking lot. You know, it, it, it's one of those things where if you're not comfortable as, you know, you get the lights behind you, get to somewhere you feel safe and then pull over. Explain that to the to the deputy when he pulls you over, to the police officer when he when he makes contact with you. Look, I mean, it, it's 2021. We're all living in the same world. The, the guys that are working this job, the legitimate guys that are working this job, are going to understand someone who explains, you know, look, I, it was dark back there. I didn't want to pull over. So that's why I put my flashes on and I pulled over up here. Look, I, well, I, frankly, I, if you pull over in a lit parking lot, it's safer for everybody because you're not you're not on the side of the road where who knows who can get clipped because that happens all too often too. Look, that is absolutely the case. I, I can tell you my own experience. I prefer to follow a vehicle until it makes it to a well-lit area before I stop it uh, than to stop in a, in a, in a dark area on the deserted side of the road because that's exactly the point. It is safer for them and it's safer for me. They can see me coming and I can see what's going on inside that car as I walk up to it. Um, if, if I'm in a situation, okay, I know, all right, the, the closest uh, police station is the Crownwich building over there, uh, airline at Causeway. Um, but not every police station is manned 24-7. I mean, the first thing, place you should go is if you know where there's a, a deputy substation or a police station or something like that. But they not they don't always have people in them because I know I can, I can think of, well, I ain't going to say it on the air right now because I don't want people to know, but I know of a, a sheriff's deputy substation that is not manned 24-7. So, uh, well, but none of our I, I can tell you right now, none of our substations are manned twenty four hours a day. Uh, okay, listen, this, this is over by the shrine on airline. So, yeah, which, which would think you would think that would be a great one to go to because it's big and it's well lit and everything. But there ain't no deputy. If there ain't no deputy in there, there ain't no deputy in there. Yeah. So our, our substations are not manned twenty four hours a day. Uh, instead of manning our substations twenty four hours a day, we put the personnel that would man that station on the street. Uh. We pride ourselves in the fact that we have a sub four minute emergency response time and a sub seven minute non emergency response time. If you need the police in Jefferson Parish and you call nine one one, you're going to get a policeman to get in less than seven minutes. Every time, it's good. That's what you're going to get. So, rather than drive yourself to a substation, stop where you're at. Stop in a well lit area. Stop in a gas station parking lot, a Walmart parking lot, anywhere there are people present. Pick up the phone and call nine one one, and we're coming. Let me tell you this. I'll tell you, I'll relate this story to this is pre uh, pre Katrina, but it's still pretty much what happened today. Uh, my wife and I woke up in the middle of the night and something smelled like it was burning and we couldn't quite figure it out. It didn't sound terrible. I couldn't see a lot of smoke, but something was definitely burning. My wife dialed 911 and right when she hit the one, I opened up the dishwasher and there was a plastic lid sitting on the heating unit in the dishwasher and that's what was melting and burning. So she immediately hung up the phone because we didn't have an emergency. Two minutes later, there's flashlights in my front windows, and it's two deputies who came and said, you know, you called 911 but hung up. And the first thing they said was, hi, how you doing? You called 911? And, 
And then he like looked at me seriously in the eye and went, are you okay? Are you alone in there? You know, it's like somebody was hiding behind the door. I said, no, come on in. I'll show you why we called, you know? So they came in, checked the house, patted the kids on the head, the whole shebang. So it's not, it's not just, you know, you guys, yes, you guys are on the mark and I appreciate it. I'll tell you that right now. I appreciate that, Spud. We, we do what we can. And yeah, and that's an example. You know, we, if we get an eye one hang up, we don't know what's on the other end of that phone. It could be a child playing with the phone, or it could be somebody who's in actual danger. Yeah. Uh, so when we approach those nine one one calls, you're going to get that exact response. Hey, look, you called nine one one. Is everybody okay? Are you alone inside? Because you may have somebody behind that door who's telling you not to open the door. Oh yeah, I would have been. I would have been winking and rolling my eyes. Believe me. well we all watch the same tv show so those guys i'm sure would have understood what was going on yeah those situations do not happen they they are very rare but they are very lots of things are very rare but you know what they still happen they happen often enough that you need to be aware of it and that's what i tell my kids too when they're driving situational awareness what the hell's going on around you you don't get so absorbed in yourself and where in what you're doing that you don't keep half an eye out going is is something is a meteor flying out of the sky about to hit me or is there somebody you know roaming around or something crazy like that you you just need to be you need to have a little bit of awareness just to make sure you don't become a victim to begin with no absolutely look we we pride ourselves on getting to people very quickly when they call us and when they need us but we're not everywhere at every time so People have situational awareness and they, they're concerned about what's going on around them and they're aware of their surroundings and the people around them. They can keep themselves safer, which you know helps eliminate the need for us to get to them quickly. Yeah. Anytime we can prevent something from happening just by situational awareness or by education, by people understanding what's going on around them to where they don't need us, is a win for them and us. All right, it, I got it, one more thing to say and I got less than two minutes to say it. Absolutely, Spike. I was uh, I've I've had more than one conversation. I had a conversation with Joe Lapinto. Had a conversation with a couple of state reps uh, about this state and the possibility of them doing away with the uh, concealed carry. Uh, I don't think that's going to pass. But this is an open carry state, and I will tell you the truth. In the last ten days or so, I've seen three people. They were all men roughly my age, which is uh, early sixties. All of them packing wide out in the open, you know, they, they, they had a gun on their hip, didn't try to hide it, didn't flaunt it, didn't act any differently because they had it, but they had a gun on their hip. Are you seeing more and more of that? Or I know you'd like to see less and less of it, but you know, what can you do? Nothing. I know. I mean, I have seen it, but it's something that, you know, maybe it's going to be cyclical in nature as the political climate shifts one way or the other. Uh, People are more likely to exercise the right than not. Uh, Of course, you know, it's in Louisiana. It's an open carry state. You have a constitutional right to to keep and bear arms in the the United States. Uh, The main thing I hope people always remember is that just because you're able to own and possess a gun doesn't mean you know how to use it. So for those people who are going to open carry, Make sure you're familiar with your firearm. You're a capable marksman because once you pull that trigger, you're responsible for every bullet that goes out of that barrel. Yeah. Uh, you know, and and you know, it, it's you know, guns do keep people safe. We're in the hands of people who are capable of using them in a proper way. I mean, as a policeman, I'm I'm armed pretty much everywhere I go. Yeah. But I'm also very confident in my proficiency with my firearm. And and that's the main thing is as 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 people decide and make that personal decision of whether or not they're going to be armed is to also make that personal decision to be a capable marksman and able to use that firearm in an effective manner. 
Well, and that's the bottom line. You have the right to keep and bear arms. But what people never want to mention, it seems, is that with every right comes the responsibility of exercising that right. And so if you, you can't take my rights away from me unless I commit some kind of crime, but if I commit a crime, you're going to take my rights away because you, you need to act responsibly. And that's, that's all there is to it. Buying a gun doesn't, you might have the right to do it, but you don't have the right to use it irresponsibly. So if you can't, if you can't, like you said, if you can't use it effectively and within the law, don't pack, don't do it. Anyway, Jason, I appreciate you taking the time. I know how busy you are. Tell Joe and everybody I said, hey, and I'll, uh, I'll catch up with you soon. Will do. It was good talking to you, Spud. You too. All right. Come back on the Spudcast right after this. Hey, guess what? The pandemic's finally winding down. Looks like you might get to go on a little vacay, but where are you going to go? I got an idea. Go fishing. Get yourself a licensed and insured fishing guide at lasaltwater.com. They got a guide for everything and every place. Inshore fishing, offshore fishing, fly fishing, kayak fishing, bow fishing, you name it fishing. At lasaltwater.com, there's pictures and videos of all the happy fishermen and women and kids. And don't be the one that got away. Go to lasaltwater.com and book your charter today. Do you know what it means to miss New Orleans? The next time you have to travel, take along a couple of pounds of Parish Coffee, and you won't be missing New Orleans for long. Brewed right here in the land of coffee lovers, Parish Coffee has the taste you're looking for. From dark roast to coffee and chicory to flavored coffees like Bananas Foster or Bourbon Pecan, French Vanilla or King Cake, or you name it, Parish Coffee has a flavor just right for you. Look for the bright purple bag in the coffee aisle of your favorite market, or order it online, have it sent right to your door. What a perfect gift for any coffee aficionado. Sip the soul of New Orleans in every cup of Parish Coffee. Okay, Captain Jason Rivard, PIO, JPSO. <laughs> Wish I had that many initials behind my name. Anyway, more coming up on the Spudcast. Right now, you can find me through Red Circle and Spotify and Google Podcasts and Amazon Music and Public Radio and Stitcher and on Twitter at SpudGotDat, at SpudGotDat. You can also find me on Spud's Friends and Fans, John McConnell and the Big Teasy, those three Facebook pages. And pretty soon, I'm going to be uploading onto an app called The Speakeasy. It's free. Just go to uh, your, your app buying store and look for The Speakeasy. Anyway, uh, thanks for joining me here. Talk to you next time. Till then, watch out for the crazies, but I'm a gone pecan.